All right. This is a professional production. Um, hi everybody and welcome to the Old Food Podcast, episode twenty-four. Right? Twenty-four. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nailed it. All right. I was like, I, I could have sworn I made the thumbnail for twenty-three last week. It's twenty-four this week. Yeah. No, twenty-four straight weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Like Jay, you've been here for everyone. Tiltus and I have both missed one apiece, I think. One apiece, yeah. yeah. And Jay I is win. like the most Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Bro, the most I consistent. Trying, I was trying to go for the streak, man. I just Jay never misses church. Ever. He is there every Sunday. Jesus I'm is forced. a priority. Yeah, I'm forced. The Very similar to the podcast. It's an obligation. That's the old right. Cult. We just, you know. Every That's Tuesday right. night. Mm, it's the Eldman Obligation Cast. So. That's right. Um, cast. I- <laughs> 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 so true. <laughs> All right. I am Blue Squadron, your uh, host. I'm joined, uh, as always, with my co host, Tiltus Gun. Hello, everybody. I'm Tiltus TV. I had to take last week off because I was dying of a heat stroke. You know, the normal things that happen when you work outside in 100 degree weather. Um, but I'm back this week, and I'm excited to talk some more about our lovely game, Black Desert Online. Right on, and my boy, Jay. Hi. Hi, I'm Jay VT, V before the T, and I wasn't working outside because I don't know what outside <laughs> is, and I'm an Awakening Wusa main with 760 gear score. I do a lot of endgame PvE content, such as Olin's, The Dungeons, and now Ulokita. And welcome to the Old Moon um, Funny Cast, uh, episode 24 went with tank cast jay like, i think that was your those beforehand <laughs> jay i think the that was the cast that was the best intro you've ever done jay that was really oh Paul. yeah there was no like startle <laughs> or any of that stuff i think it's the That's tank top. i went first i went yeah. first this time so i was ready this time did yeah. you tell mm-hmm. me in like post nut clarity um uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he was able to just get it all out at once all hey, right, yo. well, hey, first thing, all right, the first <laughs> thing that I want to talk about this week is Ulakita first impressions. All right, I don't want to spend too long on I, it, but I, I do want to know what our initial thoughts are. Tiltus, I know you haven't actually played in the new region because you're 589 gear score. That's okay. <laughs> so we're gonna just spray the way it. you are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that exact number, as a matter of it. We so we're gonna throw it straight over to Jay. Jay is Hi. a massive 760 Hello. uh gear score eping player uh how is the new region <laughs> i was actually really surprised about how much i liked it i remember seeing in previous episodes that i was not like the biggest fan of these sort of sandy canyony type zones but after exploring the region and just you know taking it in and spending time it had more so of a you know kind of like savannah-ish safari-esque mesa biome from minecraft aesthetic and it kind of grew on me as i grinded you know <laughs> i like that you so, said it like a 10 year old uh, oh my god i appreciate that <laughs> it's minecraft you know yeah, christian minecraft, minecraft server yeah, anyways um, <laughs> you know i actually this is kind of like the first grind spot that i want to say i like as much as olin's valley that's how big of a surprise this was for me like the simple mechanic of needing to crowd control the mage type mom 
to knock the rest of the pack down and then finishing it off was actually really super satisfying. I was worried about dying a lot because it's advertised as a 310 AP zone, right? And so when you think of 310 AP, um, the only other two spots that is 310 AP before this was Trolls, right? Uh, uh, Calpheon Trolls and also Crypt Arresting Thoughts. And those places are definitely way harder than Ulikita. Ulikita was kind of easy. Like, I want to say it's it's less than a 310 AP spot. Maybe like 290 is what I would personally um, advertise it as and suggest as and um is is trolls really that hard i don't don't think it's just because i is it just because Mm -hmm. i play witch and i just i'm handed everything for free like i actually i'm like no this is a joke like i don't even understand why people struggle with this spot i mean at trolls you still gotta watch out for like the the damage and the hits and at ulukita there there was there was actually not really anything dangerous at least at city of the dead um, which was the 310 AP zone. I had no issues like surviving there. A uh, Tongrad Ruins, there was a little bit more damage, but for the most part, as long as you are ensuring the mechanic of crowd controlling the mage mob, the rest of the mobs are CC'd for maybe like 10 seconds, and that's so much time to kill them because they actually don't die at 0% HP, they die at a partial percentage HP. At City that it's 50%, they just explode at 50%, and at uh, Tongrad Ruins, they explode around 25 to 30%. Um, one thing I have heard in concerns about these spots is how it's like a very RNG heavy spot, right? Like mm-hmm. Starzan, if you get a Disto, you make money, but if you don't, you don't, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing here. It's if you get a rare drop, you make two bill. If you don't, you make 200 mil. And for me mm-hmm. and many others, you know, I do prefer consistent money spots, but at the same time, I don't think it's a bad thing to have these both of these kinds of spots exist in the game i mean mm-hmm. we literally just got a bunch of decky spots um and buffs to trash to pre-existing zones like rudums and gyphons and giants which i've heard a lot of positive reception about so i don't think it's a bad thing to just have uh, another rng money heavy spot every now and then considering everything else you know and for the most part i do think most people's goals for this grind spot in particular is the telescope so if you can occasionally turn a 200 mil hour into a two bill hour occasionally while grinding for this really rare item, that's really cool. I think that's a good deal. So yeah, that's, those are my first impressions of the grand spot. You know, it's, it's funny that you said like, oh, I don't know. I don't really like grinding at places where you just don't make any money if you don't get a drop. Cause, cause for like the first, I don't know, six and a half years of my BDO career, I was like the exact opposite. I was like, if there's not a rare drop, I could be making no money. I don't care. I need like the rarest drop. That's what gets my my jollies off. And then for the very first time, I wouldn't even try the other way. For the very first time, I tried trolls about a month ago. And I was like, oh, this is why everyone likes this way more. Because <laughs> yep. you make way more money all the time instead of just mm-hmm. some of the time. Um, yeah, no, I've actually quite enjoyed watching all of the streamers like block jump, run in, accidentally auto path on his horse, get stuck in a pack of mobs and get turboed. <laughs> um, you know, like I, I watched Zane get fed to mobs more times than I think he actually killed mobs. Um, so like, I, <laughs> I think it's a little bit more unsafe than Jay lets on because he's like, he's 760 Again, years old. I was... I emphasize like ensuring the mechanic of the crowd controlling the mage mob. And if you're not doing that, then you're doing it wrong. But if you do do that, it's, it's a very chill grind. I, I promise. That's fair. That's fair. Just do uh, the mechanic. Very chill. Just <laughs> do the mechanic and just don't, and... yeah, just don't get hit. <laughs> yeah. It's very simple. Just don't get hit. And it's super chill. Yeah. Um, Tiltus, do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, Honestly, <laughs> the only thought I have on it was the clip Jason, where he was like, 
wait, that's it? This is easy. And I was just like, oh, okay, it's one of those spots. All right, got it. (laughs) 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 It was one of those like, man, this guy's got 120 years on me. I'm way more scared of Crips. Crips Crips scares the heck out of me. Crips, yeah, Um, Crip mobs are kind of spook. Yeah. Uh, Um, I, I, uh, I, I think I totally agree with the, the sentiment of releasing one spot that is an RNG spot to grind at from time to time is probably a good change of pace than always just grinding for trash loot because there are players like I know players that prefer going to places like, you know, stars in and grinding for the, the loot. They want the dopamine hit. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I was going to say. There's a different, it's like. It's like the Kaffir enhancing. I hate the Kaffir enhancing system because there is no dopamine hit when I hit the next Kaffir level. It makes the ting love... sound. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, there's something satisfying wrong, about, the, you know, the small percent chance going and then the, just the rush of, you know, yeah. dopamine that hits. Um, I so loved. I, yeah. I like those kind of spots. I, I also loved putting my Manos uh, chess piece in the enhancement slot last night. Uh, and hitting it 45 times in a row and watching it never hit duo. That was super fun. There is a clip in Epidemic Discord of it, and it's I was really 45. excited I watched it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I actually, I unironically hit a pen dead god. Like, oh. I, it, it was, was unreal. That was the percentage. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was actually a lower percent chance than that. I get I don't know. Uh, I hit it 45 <laughs> times on a 25% oh. chance, and it failed every single time all right in a row. Mm-hmm. On, on Ooh, stream, no edit, nothing. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I also love the dopamine. We hit it again today. It was super fun. It failed yeah, again. Yeah, I love that after you succeeded, you immediately <laughs> tapped it, and it went back to fry. That was That was the worst part of the funny. whole clip for me. <laughs> it wasn't even so, like, he was like raging super hard, and then it kind of got silent for a second, and he was just like, click and it failed and he was like okay <laughs> yeah um all right so we have a uh, a listener that asks what do you think about the idea of a spots that are open only for a limited time and i'm curious uh what your thoughts on tiltus i think the general rule of thumb is that players across the board don't really like that because we have one of those already in the game it is sharecron necropolis Mm-hmm. And I, oh, yeah. I don't think people really enjoy like time <laughs> slotting out when they want to go grind. I did forget you know, about that. Necropolis. Yeah. Um. I mean, okay. Yeah. I was like, you know, that kinda, that sounds kind of cool. And then he said Shirakon, and I was like, I, you know, that that sounds like garbage. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. grinding Shirakon and then not grinding Shirakon. That was super frustrating. I that think it's really like annoying. a. It's an interesting idea. If they were going to do a time slotted area, they should do like a couple that kind of rotate around so that there's always one up somewhere. Um, But with just Necropolis, it's like, all right, let me go log my 40 minutes in to grind for my potion piece pot and then never come here again for, you know, whatever the day cycle is, three hours or something and go back and do it again. Um, So I don't know. I think it's if they were going to do it, they would need to put a lot of work into making the limited time spot really worth it to do. And I don't see them doing that, to be completely honest. Uh, Jay, what do you think about it? You're the PVE Lord. Would you like spots like that? Rotating spots? (laughs) I, I, I um don't like being limited because actually when Olin's first came out, that was kind of the case back in 2020, 2021. Um, if nighttime was approaching, we would need to schedule around nighttime. 
and that was annoying having it. to force players to to wait because they didn't want to risk um losing their crystals mm -hmm. uh to take you know more damage from nighttime and it uh, th that's that was kind of the case that was happening at Dekia for a little bit at the very beginning when people were scared but i think um it's not that big of an issue anymore as long as you were doing the mechanics properly i mean that's what you get that's the reward for doing the mechanics properly is that you don't die and mm -hmm. i really like that about olin's valley uh but yeah i would i would not like um windows of time because you know not everybody can um uh, like a good example was Garmoth, right? The reason why Garmoth's um, mechanic was changed to be uh. every day essentially now is so that pe more people can attend it, right? Not many, not all people could have attended the Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday schedule mm -hmm. for for a while, and so now um, they've they've they're trying this new thing. I don't know if it's going to be permanent. It's been a it's been around for a while now, right? It's been like a month since this change has happened, and I think it's a it's a it's a better way to do Garmoth uh, personally. Is that there's more um, um, you know, opportunities to do uh, Garmoth, but yeah, having this more flexible schedule, I do prefer flexible schedules over um, limited schedules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't think that they can design the game. Like, the more I think about it, the more I think that they just can't design the game around that. Okay, so real quickly, though, it does prompt a question. With all these, like, crazy endgame grind spots that, like, are already sweaty for everyone in the game, but Jaycoon VT, V before the T, um, <laughs> like, I'm wondering... Do they need to just remove this nighttime mechanic? Because I hate it when I'm just grinding in a super high-end spot, and I'm just... I'm on autopilot, man. I don't see this little notification above my screen. There's crazy stuff going on. I don't see it, and then suddenly... Pow, I'm the white woman on the couch. I don't understand. <laughs> so, like, would you guys prefer to see it just removed altogether? Or... Um, Sorry, Jay, Jay first. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay, go, go ahead. Go first. Um, I, I do think for the amount of more risk that you get that the reward for it which is 10 percent more drop rate is not reflective of the extra difficulty of it um maybe for like other safer spots like that's fine right because you don't really take too much damage anyways and so 30 percent more of that is not that big of a deal but when you add in those higher end spots like olden's valley etc etc like the decky spots crypt right it just makes you feel um like you you don't want to go there right you don't want to play the game right and we don't want that we want players to play the game right <laughs> and so yeah. i do feel like it it's either they remove the mechanic or make it worth it to do the mechanic and so okay all right yeah um, i don't know how focus. they would do it but go ahead uh, yeah, I have a very similar opinion on it. Right now, it doesn't feel worth it to do the high end. Here's the thing about nighttime. It doesn't feel worth it to do the high end spots, especially if you're like borderline being able to do the spot because you might die at any given time and lose, you know, two, four, five bill crystal. And then it also doesn't, you don't notice it at the low end spots. It's just pointless. The only time I think anybody ever notices it is like when they're grinding XP and they're like, oh boy, nighttime, I get my bonus XP, you know, like, but outside of that, it's like, I like well, this when cave is suddenly darker, you know? Yeah. It's like <laughs> when I do, when I do like, um, like when I do Gyphons and it turns nighttime, there is no change to anything that I do <laughs> while I'm there. It is just Gyphons and it's a little bit darker now. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't feel like there's any point to it. If if you're, you know, off-seasonal and you're grinding Centaurs, you don't notice nighttime. If you're grinding Star's End off-seasonal, you don't notice nighttime. 
if you are grinding Olin's Valley at nighttime, you're not there unless you're Jacob because you don't want to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, it, it feels almost outdated at this point. Like it's not really worth it to yeah. even focus around doing the nighttime unless you're, you know, doing like Olin's or something like that and you're scared you're going to die. I mean, you bring up a good point. I actually wish when I started playing video, I thought that like, Nighttime, like I went down thinking Thomas Sylvia nighttime was going to be like Avatar in the dark. You know mm. what I mean? Like mm. I really wanted to feel like this serene peace and then maybe some a little bit scared because the mm. mobs were going to turbo me. Um, and instead we got nothing. <laughs> yeah. So it hasn't now, been updated in a long time. Now I can say if they wanted to add like unique mechanics, like, I think Ash Force would be like the perfect place to add a unique mechanic for nighttime. That would be like, cool. Suddenly it gets really creepy mm -hmm. and like you're, you're either running from something or watching out for something, and you know like there's a mechanic that goes around that. That would be neat to do while you're already there, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But I think planning your grind out around a focused time slot of like, oh, it's. 6 p.m. It's nighttime. Time to go do my nighttime grind for 40 minutes. Yeah, I don't think anybody likes doing that. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, right on. I want to move. Okay, this is my... I'm very excited about this particular topic because, like, the implications of them doing this are actually kind mm -hmm. of profound. They have reworked Heidel Castle. Um, and I feel like there's only really one reason in my head that they would actually look at reworking Heidel Castle. But I'm actually curious. Have you guys looked at it? Because I did it in my patch notes rundown um, I, this past week. I did not. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's definitely RP super heavy. However, it's still super buggy. Mm. They didn't actually code it any better. So, like, you can just fall through walls and stuff. So, just did heads they, up. Did, yeah. did they get rid of the guards? Yeah, all the guards are gone. You can oh, now fully explore God, the castle. Dude. Yeah, no, you can now we fully explore to, it. <laughs> we were trying to take guild pictures in yeah. the castle. And we have one person on, like, sentry duty. Like, oh, the guard's here. <laughs> yeah, now we, now you can definitely RP in the castle. You can take a really good guild photo in the mm -hmm. throne room. Uh, it's really cool. Um, however, uh, the implications of redoing Heidel Castle, before I say what I think is going to happen, Tiltus, what do you think they're redoing? Because they said it's, it's being reworked for thought. some sort of... Yeah, it's being reworked for some sort of content. Okay, all right. So, uh, Jay, what do, you, what do you feel like it's being reworked so for? I actually think that could be a really cool setup for certain events or scenarios in the story of BDO. Like, for example, we know that there's this malevolent god spreading their influence. You might know this more commonly as Elven Realm. And oh, I thought you influence. were going to say Elezra. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I swear to God, if this is another saying. shrine for Elezra, <laughs> I'm done. That's it. I'm out. I don't care. Yeah. And we know that Hadoom's, you know, in, you know, uh, she. He or she is spreading their influence across Serendia, and now it's spreading they. to Calpheon. And so, who knows? It might spread over to another region. And so I was thinking maybe this could be a good setup for maybe a PvE siege scenario against Hadoom's forces or something like that. And Serendia oh, Castle okay. could be a, okay, well, a, a key component all right. in, in order to defend... He he curved mm -hmm. the bullet there, Tiltus, at he the last curved, second. Huh? I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> I you didn't think me. that was going anywhere uh, where we thought. Where did you, where yeah. did you think? That's <laughs> a start. Well, I, I'll be honest with you, Jay. When you started speaking, I couldn't have been more flaccid. Um, <laughs> when you said that they're we'll reworking go. it for quest purposes, I got so bummed no, out. No, 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 no. Because of how probably <laughs> right you are and how brutal that actually, <laughs> that implication actually was. But if it's actually used for some sort of PvE siege, that would be pretty badass. 
Uh, mm -hmm. Sadly, I think it was your first implication. Um, Tiltus, <laughs> what do you think it might be for? Uh, I... It's Perlobus. It could be for anything. It could literally only be for events. You know, they they had their don't do me well, like they had this. the Heidel they had the Heidel event and they they put it in the Heidel battle arena, which nobody really thought twice about until it was before war. And you were like, hey, I can't I can't fight my guildies inside the battle arena. Um, but it's definitely possible that it's just you know a event center, which BDO honestly probably needs something like that, where like the players gathered to do their events, kind of like what like Final Fantasy or. You know games like that do where you know you go to a specific area like termia beach you know but for not fishing events but what i hope it's for is baby siege there baby it is siege. yes okay Alpha Chad. yes uh-huh yep that yeah. would be that would be the best update to pvp i think that you could do on a large scale Besides rotating the nodes out and giving us more diversity of, you know, what where we can fight and stuff like that, is give a training ground for castle sieges that is a castle but is not a pain in the ass to learn how to do if you are not a, you know, a very established guild. So, Yeah, I think that, like, okay, so in my mind, the castle can't actually be used for siege, period, dot, um, in its current state. They said it's it's due for a big like makeover, right? Mm -hmm. And like rework. The only way that that castle gets used for siege is they have to pick it up and move it, um, because he cannot be attached to Heidel. You cannot have in a castle. Are you kidding me? Oh, I would just yeah. fly the Peggy's in. So. I would I mean, literally yeah, sit totally in Heidel with that. my guild and then just fly into the throne room with like ninety Peggy's mm -hmm. and just win. Um, so like it can't be used for siege in its current state. Um. I am on the copium that it could still definitely be siege because they could just pick it up and casually move it across the map. Um, I don't know, retcon it. I don't know, figure it out. But like, you could put it up against the mountain, whatever. Uh, I would love to see Serendia siege come back because I feel like Balanos siege, uh, as nice as it is, they they really kind of botched its implementation because it's they didn't remove all the safe zones. They made the entire siege zone smaller so that only like six forts can fit on the. Uh, yep. A seven at maximum basically can actually fit every week, and then you have all these dead drops. So really, you can only fit like five, realistically mm. speaking, on Balanos every week, and it kind of just kills the. And because the safe zones are everywhere, kind of just kills the entire fight before it gets started. You have to have all these obnoxious rules to even set it up. Whereas yep. Serendia, if they they could just remove Balanos Siege and just give us Serendia, and we would be like way happier. They don't even have to move the castle. Um, and I think the whole the whole scene would agree with that. Serenity would just be way better. The terrain is stronger. It's a bigger zone, um, and it's I don't know. It's just more fun. I don't know. Tiltus, do you remember Serenity Siege from back in the day? Or were you not around for that? Oh no 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 no. The first siege I ever did was uh, well not the first. Uh, no, not the first siege I ever did. But back in the old Merc system, I did host the T1 Merc Guild, where we put everybody in our guild on vacation, and all the T1 guilds merked into our guild, and we went to Serenia Siege. So Gaming. that was fun. Yeah. Um, but, Honestly, uh, that would be that would be juiced. <laughs> Blue, I'm a I'm a throw I'm a throw out an idea, and there's okay. no way this happens, but mm -hmm. it would be so sick. So you know how Hit all the it. other castles are open. Yeah. Right, you can you can fly to them in some form or fashion. Yeah. What if what if they made Serendia? They took it, they moved it northeast, kind of east of into the, the mountain. Yeah, into the mountain, and Helms deeped it. 
where the actual spawn area is inside the mountain and you have to actually fight into the mountain okay instead of being yes. able to fly that into would be the sick. castle yeah that would be super sick uh only if they added an ability to like knock down walls with catapults okay we <laughs> want to do the fun shit okay like yeah, we do if, if i if you're gonna call it siege particularly castle siege in my mind mm -hmm. castle siege has always been like seriously lacking in bdo just because like there's no i don't really feel like i'm sieging i feel like i have my helmet on and it hurts um, like, I feel like there should be some aspect of it where you're just trying to knock down the walls and like run through this whole aspect where like you have a gate, it's like counterintuitive, right? Like there's like this gate, but you don't start with the castle gate down. You have to leave the gate up And the entire idea for the defensive guild is to keep the gate up, not down. That's weird to me, right? I would love to be able to just like siege it and like knock the gates down and stuff. But like, yeah. I don't know how they'd make that work, but like for a Helm's Deep situation, it might work. Um, then again, it might be a little difficult considering that's supposed to be the new player region, but screw it. Just, just said it anyway. Uh, yeah, make it uh, sick. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, now I will say Broku in your chat brings up a good point, And this was also what I was going to allude to is that if we ever get a siege rework, they should 110% look at ESO's seer deal because all the castles and keeps that you siege in that game have destructible terrain and rebuildable mean? terrain. And so, like, when you roll up to a keep that's being, you know, sieged and there's a, a line of trebuchets 20 deep and then there's catapults and they're all hitting one particular wall that's to knock sick. it down. It's the coolest thing ever, because then if mm. you're defending it, your whole purpose is, well, I'm going to dive bomb the trebuchets and try to knock them down. Right. So uh, there's a lot that they could do. I think the word siege in BDO is not really a good term for it because it's not really a siege um not anymore maybe in the old days when it first came out but i think it needs a heavy i think siege across the board needs a heavy rework but i would really like to see something cool in serendia happen that was just like fun or a stepping stone for like two gate you know sieges or something i don't know some have you ever played the um map in overwatch called eichenwald it's the german map and actually i have the, you're talking about the one map in overwatch i, hate that. I actually know <laughs> yeah i know i know i know what he's talking about Ugh. so yep. there is a mechanic where you had to escort this battering ram mm -hmm. to knock the doors down at the castle and maybe they could do something with that where that, that would be in that sick. way you have to keep the gate down so and then the other players who are sieging they would have to bring a battering ram or, or escort one i think to knock uh, it down. I think another good game that does sieging well is Mordhau, which has a very similar si situation. It's I think like medieval Battlefront Two, like where it's mm -hmm. you know conquesty, so you got to kind of like walk forward and capture points as you go. But they have a very similar th system where it's like certain maps will have a a castle gate, you know, and so you have to group on to the the battering ram and wheel it up to the the gate and knock mm -hmm. the gate open, you know. Um, there's a lot of things they could do. I think our siege is super outdated. I think our siege so is outdated, a, man. Like, I holy think moly. it is a product of the time of when BDO was created and when BDO was in development, when these yeah. other games didn't exist with way better siege mechanics. Correct. So it would be really nice to see them take this system because I've said this before, and I'm I'm getting I'm, I'm I'm leaning to it. I'm leaning into it a little bit. PVE's got their big update. The new player experience has got their big updates. They're updating all these other systems. You know, life skills still need some love, uh, but 
PVPers next. Like, we got to be on the clipboard somewhere, right? But like, Tiltus, PVPers are getting their due. The new region is going to be a red zone. You're done. Oh That's my it. God. For the next <laughs> two years, <laughs> you're done. You, you're saying that. I'm telling you right now, that is exactly what's happening. Prepare you your penis. Not. Yeah, like, I. <laughs> That's 100% it. <laughs> I'll be mad. <laughs> but we do. I mean, uh, I think. I think. Um, I don't know. Uh, I have a. I have a lot of strong opinions on PvP because it is the reason that I play the game. Um, I'm if curious, anything, what? I think that making a good like theory or like beta test for Thorn or not Thorn for uh, War of the Roses could potentially be a good idea where they kind of like. They implement new weird ideas into the Heidel Siege to kind of test it out to see what, you know, about War of the Roses could be. I could see them doing that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Kind of having a testing ground of what mechanics were. They're not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One more time. Playtest? I don't. I didn't say playtest. But you said, never left you said testing ground. Uh, you lost me. Yeah. But um, they can throw in. I mean, they've done that before. I mean, we've seen them iterate on ideas that already exist in BDO. Normally, they don't happen quickly. But I mean, like, um, we've seen them iterate on. I mean, oh. how do you think we got boss blitz? Well, I'm actually. It like, was an iterative process that eventually led to boss blitz. Excuse dude, me. I got the hiccups. So just, which was you, a good system. Uh, how do you think they could implement serenity siege so it's like an intro to castle okay let's just assume for a second that it's the dream we're gonna get serenity siege and everyone's gonna be super heavy and they're gonna give it a heidel castle to make it like an intro to castle siege situation mm. how do they make that intro beginner friendly you know what i mean because it can't just be like madaya we're just from gate one you're getting baja blasted and not in this super fun role-playing way yeah um Whew. I'm not I, a game dev, so there's a lot of limitations and things that they're going to have to work through. But I think the easiest thing to do would be to set up a, at least at bare minimum, if it's going to be an intro, it need, it should be a one gate siege where you, instead of going through two, okay. you yeah. go through one gate. Okay. And this is the introduction for players to learn. This is the gate. This is the mechanic. You can now spawn at the gate. You know, and okay. if they wanted to drag it out a little bit, you could move the throne room, the where you build the base, a little further away from the gate than it is in some of the other sieges, so that there is more open field room in between where they spawn and where you spawn. Because the way Hotto Castle is set up right now, if assuming where the gate is, if you knocked that gate down, it's like a two second walk to the throne room. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like that would um, be okay. I actually really like that idea. Um, yeah. Uh, and Jay? I think there should be less. Uh, I got one more thing. Should, bad, I think yeah. there should be less high ground in the castle to use, and it should be more focused on ground level fighting for this one. So, like in Madaya, you know, you've got a lot of ramparts, you've got a lot of bridges, and like things where you can rain down on people that m makes that siege more complicated than than something for an, a beginner should be so in Serendia, it should be like the front gate has got the ramparts that you rain down on and then as you move to the throne room it's more open field-esque where you're just fighting a ball versus a ball type scenario um, so that players can experience siege without having to experience 30 casters standing on the rampart raining down on you um yeah no i like that no I, I i agree i think it's good jay is there any iteration of any siege uh that would actually get you to play pvp 
Um, <laughs> if there was mobs involved and there was a boss, that what if you could, yeah. maybe El <laughs> maybe uh, Elezra would be there. I'm there. What if you, okay. <laughs> oh, I just had a thought. Okay, so you know I, how in the dungeon because I have to I have to capture Jay's attention. Um, oh, if you guys uh -huh. remember in the dungeon, like the new dungeon, you get into like these these big like monolithic creatures. Oh, yeah. And you run around. The, what if you could? Yeah. yeah. What if you could like I don't know, get into a construct and start just beating down mm. like one of the walls or something. You know Ooh. what I mean? Instead of catapults yeah, or your cool. traditional trebuchets and mm -hmm. stuff, they could mm -hmm. like have it be like the ancient golem. weapons, like like the and it spawned <laughs> on like an event. Like if you got, I don't know, I don't know if the, if you X amount of deaths or whatever, like hey, the ancient weapon mm -hmm. is spawned to help you. Uh, you know what I mean? And somebody can climb into the ancient mm -hmm. weapon and just start blasting down the walls of the of the castle would be pretty sweet. So an ogre, yeah, but good. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, ogre, but like but actually yeah, fun. My you know what I mean? With the mechanics ogre is and stuff. The iteration for the next step, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, right. I would. I think a PvP VE situation could also be fun. Like where an evil something takes over the castle, and the goal is mm -hmm. to be the guild that wipes out. That would be yes. The the, the monster mm -hmm. inside it, which would lead like a to... reverse tower defense kind of situation. Right, right exactly. A bunch of rangers you're, you're, take you know, over, and yeah. you just spend the whole yeah. time mm -hmm. just destroying rangers because that's my fantasy. Yeah. I would hate rangers. But then you also have to watch out for the other guilds that are trying to take the npc kill from you you know they're trying to win the siege by killing you know Ooh. the high priority target so third now you party. Okay. right so now you're being third partied <laughs> while also trying to you know siege the castle so it's it's this interesting mm -hmm. dynamic i could see them doing something like that and that would be fun and then you don't have to move heidel castle you can leave heidel castle where it's at make it pve monsters inside of it you're sieging it with other guilds and you have to also watch out for said other guilds that are trying to, you know, take the kill from you. Um, That's actually a really good idea. I like that very much. Um, yeah, if it meant like PvP, PvE content. I know it didn't work out in Destiny 2 because I don't like, I don't... Gambit Nobody in likes Gambit. Yeah. yeah, Gambit in Destiny 2 failed miserably and they immediately canceled production on Thornwood Forest. Um, because it was literally just going to be Gambit. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, but Gambit failed, so they just said, "Okay, we're stopping this." But I actually think that BDO's player base would really like some PvP PVE content, and where we could play cooperatively as a guild mm -hmm. or as multiple guilds against um PVE mobs would mm -hmm. be sick. That's what that's what um MMO players want, right? Like we don't want to like fight each other. Is that like okay? There are a select few members of like the giant. I'm talking about the greater MMO community. Okay. Mm -hmm. Most of them really like just cooperative PVE experiences, mm -hmm. right? Where you're just, you're working together to fight mobs because that's a mm -hmm. lot less uh, intimidating than having to fight a, another player, right? There's a mm -hmm. much smaller version of the player base that likes that PVP aspect. I think that BDO would, I don't know, profit tremendously with its combat system and all mm -hmm. the different things you can do with it off of some sort of PVP PVE content just like that. Like, mm -hmm. they could just replace Castle Siege altogether with stuff like that. Maybe leave one or two of them, one capped, one uncapped, and then just give us stuff like that, and I think it would be wildly popular. Um, I think so, because it would help players plug in that don't do PvP. There's a huge player base in BDO that has never done a Castle Siege. They have no idea what goes into doing a Castle Siege. I would I would probably say, what, I'd say 90% of players in BDO have probably never done a Castle Siege, to be honest. <sighs> And that is a good thing. 
It is, I'm, but also, honest, like, that like, is a huge, that is, for the longest time, that was the end game of BDO. It's not anymore, but that was. And there's a huge player base that's never done it. I didn't do it until I'd been playing the game for, like, three years, and then I finally did a Siege for the first time. Well, in fairness, you have to, you have to get into a guild that does Siege, mm -hmm. and then, like, I would say that, like, 80% of those guilds, you're probably just not going to have a good experience the first time you do Siege. Even if it is a super organized guild and, like, they're actually gaming, you're probably going to suck, and it's going to feel like crap. You're probably yeah. not going to have a good time. Um, it's rare that I think you have a good first-time PvP experience, but I think if they introduced a PvE siege, like we were talking about, then now you are allowing all these players that have never done a siege before, 90% of the probably BDO's population, to take part and do some kind of siege thing. It would be fun. It would be a ton of fun, I think. It would be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you, if you like, really wanted to do something crazy, because we talked about this at the beginning, where not everybody can commit to certain time blocks, right? If you want to make a, a guild boss spawn, or uh, let me take that back. If you want to make an alliance boss spawn, where you and your alliance can summon a boss inside of a castle, and then it's 150 versus the castle, oh, and dude. you do that... That'd be so much fun because then you have so you have a reason to play with your alliance outside of Node War. Um, you have a reason to get together and do stuff. Like it would be a ton of fun. Now the rewards have to be good because we are MMO players and we do want min max. Um, you know, I'd say a good portion of the BDO community. I mean, look at Jay, the PVE Hello. Lord. And he just grinds PVE all day. If There's I will, so many players me. that do that. Well, I will say that like I think that if they introduce some sort of like large scale PVE content mm -hmm. where like we could fight as guilds, I would probably transition almost all of my content towards towards that oh, focus. Yeah. I don't even know if I would even mm -hmm. bother with PvP anymore. Like because it would be that good. I, I like playing cooperative I, I think that playing cooperatively with other guilds and with your teammates builds stronger relationships than playing against other players most of the time that ends up in toxicity in the pvp scene and most people say that toxic toxicity drives the pvp scene but like what if and hear me out we all just liked working with each other <laughs> no i i just think Maybe. it would be way like the relationships <laughs> with other players i probably would build relationships with players that like i never thought i would you know what I mean? Like, I think it would be really cool, and I think that the community would come together a little bit more over it. Um, but okay, all right. Um, enough about Siege. Anyway, anything else to add? No, I nope. I think I I I legitimately think that there's about a fifty percent chance that it's some kind of testing ground for Thornwood, not Thornwood. I don't know why I keep saying that. Uh, War the War of the Roses, yeah. And the other 50% is that it's what Jay talked about, and it's like a staging area it's for like the, events. It's going to be the quest. Dude, it's going to be That's the quest how thing. I We've it, reworked yeah. the main storyline to include Hyo Kato. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Jay, if, it's, if they do that, it's 100% that your fault. Do you understand? Yeah. It's all your fault. I'm coming for Everybody your ass your if they do that. No. Yeah, sharpen your pitchforks. I have the Nimbus 2000 pitchfork ready for Jay here. Um, all right, so um, I do want to transition over to end game life skilling. Uh, now, I know a decent bit about this, but I'm talking about these players that uh, they're 2K mastery. Right, they've invested a tremendous amount of money uh, into their life skilling set, and they are Guru Fifty. 
Okay. Do you think there's really anything to do once you've hit Guru 50 and 2K? Because like, or do you just get bored? Because I feel like I just get kind of bored once the life skill's done. I feel like I'm just wasting my time. I I don't know how to say it, but like <laughs> when you're no longer like, I hate saying this makes me sound like a degenerate. But when the when the bar goes up and it like ticks to the next level. I don't know. There's like, you know, like you're, you're getting this sort of progression and I don't know mm -hmm. what it is about it. They, they know how to get me. You know what I mean? I love yep. that progression, mm -hmm. but after guru 50, you're kind of just sitting there staring at the utensil. Like, man, yeah, sure. I'm making some money and I finally hit my goal of 2k mastery and all this, but like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Uh, so Jay, I'm curious. You haven't been able to speak in a while. Um, Hi. what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about what they could do potentially about this? Um, I mean, I think a really low hanging fruit would be to just increase the brackets. I mean, they've they've increased the brackets before in 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 combat gear before. Like, I think before the last bracket for DP wasn't it three forty one, right? And then they moved it over to four hundred one, and now players are reaching four thirty four forty DP with no additional DP accessories like me. And so, um, I think it, I don't think it would be strange to see them increase mastery brackets or combat brackets in the future. Um. Okay. As uh, for what else they could do, uh, I was thinking maybe um, uh, a sort of um, what's the what's the word for it? Like, uh, have you ever played Diablo three? Yeah, um, sadly. So Why would you bring you that up? After you hit the max level, you got Paragon levels. So maybe mm. there could be some sort of extra levels beyond Guru. You know. Okay. And then they could give you some bonuses, maybe increased yield or something like some, some sort of, uh, it, it doesn't have to be too much. Like, cause when you, when you are at the final brackets of combat gear as well, the, the bonuses are kind of minimal, right? After yeah. 401 DP, you don't right. really get too much. Yeah. And so I think in the same manner to reflect that you would also get a little bit of bonuses. Maybe you get like 5% more, uh, yield or something to whatever you were making, whatever you're producing and stuff like that. So, okay. I'm so gonna wait. Something to to strive for. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna wait to drop my banger on you guys. I'm gonna let Tiltus oh, go, go first. Tiltus, what do you think that they should do, like about this? So the, I know I, you're a life skiller, right? You're closeted. Mm -hmm. No one really knows about, it, but you've talked about it on this podcast pretty openly. Um, what would you like? Do you feel like your your motivation to play the game would just dissolve if you hit Guru Fifty with Two K? Like, do you what do you think they should do for those players? Uh, so I'm I'm a weirdy because I'm a self sufficient life skiller meaning like i do everything from scratch when it comes to life skilling and then i use that to that helps me play the game by being yep. self-sufficient i do the same thing um, yeah. but i think the the lowest hanging fruit like jay said is to bump brackets again it's time it's 2k has been hit for what six months seven months a year something silly um i people are to the point now where they they blue gear it you know with their 2k mastery um but yeah with the crystals right the mastery yeah. crystals i think that was a big thing but the the best thing that you could possibly do for life skillers that would keep them life skilling and and probably make some more people life skill life skill treasure items and a really awesome badass drops from life skilling at a very high level okay there should be things that unlock at guru 40 that is not obtainable until you hit that point and that you should be rewarded for going for that all right i all right I'm going to have, this is potentially the hottest take that we've had. Um, I think Ooh. that they should go in a different direction with end game life skilling. And then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with it. And then I'm going to, 
I'm going to extrapolate it to the rest of the game. What if you hit 2K Mastery and Guru 50, and then we started into... It, it didn't increase Mastery System. It didn't necessarily even increase your... Um, your drop rate or anything, it increased your prestige. You started to get like cool, really wickedly cool title, or maybe your character glowed a certain way uh, mm -hmm. while you equipped the title. This way you have this sort of life skill leaderboard situation where it's like, oh my God, that guy's like, that 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 guy's really high level cooking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when you walk around, mm -hmm. you should see that guy's EPN hanging out of his body. Like at the bottom line. Yeah, okay, they're making a certain amount of money life skilling. That's super cool. But like, I think it would be really cool to add this sort of, it, it, it kind of feeds on this idea of like the ranked leaderboards for um, uh, the bosses and stuff. Um, but like, give us like in-game titles, maybe outfits, right? Um, or maybe if you're rank one um, on a server, like you give like actual rewards for being rank one uh, on a server and stuff. Maybe you get gifted certain stuff. Um, I think that would be really cool. But like any sort, any sort of like prestige level stuff that maybe increases the coolness that your character looks or when people are walking around you they know that you are like an <laughs> end game life skilling giga chad unit that, that sounds like um you know runescape's like cape you know, the yep. the cape for the i've seen it been mentioned in blue chat like three <laughs> times now yes 110 percent yes what explain it to me okay um, i don't know what the runescape capes are go ahead <laughs> Jay, go for it. You, you're the one that brought no, it up. No, I, I, I don't oh play RuneScape. Oh my. I don't play RuneScape. Neither do I. RuneScape. You guys are like, what you is it? Bring it up. I love how Jay's like, oh yeah. I was doing okay. a little research. That's Blue, it. That's... I have a quote for you, and I want to know if you recognize the quote. 92 is halfway. No, I got nothing. Okay. Huh? In RuneScape, you can level 1 to 99. The XP gets progressively more and more atrocious the higher level you get. Okay. Level 92 is half of the XP required to hit level 99. Sounds like everything in BDO. Correct. Yeah. Now, at level 99, you can go to a like the master of whatever skill it is that you've done, and you can get a cape that you can wear that has the badge of the skill on the back of it. Yes. So when you walk by other okay. players, yes. you know, hey, that guy has no life and has put countless hours into playing this one thing there and then there's there's i'll do you one better yep when you get your first cape it is called untrimmed which means it does not have a gold border around it when you get your second cape all other capes that you get will be trimmed which means they'll have a gold border on it yes there are skills that people get untrimmed capes for because they are completely asinine to get by themselves like 99 rune crafting untrimmed capes is just you're a sicko if you do that first like there are things but it's like a bragging right you're like hey i got 99 rune crafting before i did any other life skill and it's like okay well that guy's a freak but also that's really cool um so like that is like the ultimate low-hanging fruit is like literally so just look cool? at other mmos and go yep that's ours now <laughs> like, yeah i didn't even know they were doing that but yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about um yeah like like stuff exactly like that or even like a crown or whatever like it, mm -hmm. it, it got more decorated as you went so that you could show players how awesome uh your epine was and again now i'm going to extrapolate it to the rest of the game okay number one i don't know why we don't have a character inspect tool um, but we absolutely, yes. we need a character inspect tool so bad. It hurts a little bit. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, do you have any idea how much time I would just like walk around town 
and just like yeah. look at people's gear and stuff and like look what they're wearing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know you how know many times players collect around a bank? There's a thing in RuneScape called bank standing where you put on your flexiest outfit and you go stand at the <laughs> bank and people will walk up and inspect you and look at you because they're like, yo, what all does this guy have? It That's would be saying. so cool to be able to walk up to a BDO player and be like, inspect. Oh, this guy's full pin black star. Okay, that's pretty good. And then you click on the next guy, and you're like, "Oh, this is Jay Coon." Okay, well, I'll go fuck myself. What, is, what, <laughs> what a specimen, you know what I mean? Um, like, what do you think, like, about like doing this for like gear or whatever? Maybe they don't add the gear inspect feature. Maybe they just mm -hmm. add this cool glowy thing if your gear score adds to a certain number or whatever. Like, yeah, okay, well, I have a bunch of accuracy accessories. Well, then suck it, loser. Um, but like you <laughs> could have for like some ridiculous exactly some, number as long as you're in like the top like, like five or ten percent of what the high end gear score mm -hmm. is, they yeah. allowed you to have this super cool title, right? Yep. Um, or they, they again mm -hmm. they allowed your character to glow a little bit, or your your skills look yeah. to have like a purplish Effects. hue mm -hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Um, or even just okay, now you can do this quest to go unlock this very prestigious end game outfit that you can only get by yep. hitting like a really high gear score. Mm. I think that that kind of thing, players would strive for that stuff. It doesn't mm -hmm. do power creep at all, mm -hmm. right? It's very low hanging fruit. We would all absolutely love that content. Um, mm -hmm. And it allows the lower end player base to catch up to those higher end gear players without constantly moving the gear cap forward for them. Like Jay, would you grind for something like that? Yeah, I mean, if I if there was like a cooking outfit that you can only get at Guru 50, 100 mm -hmm. percent, uh, I would go for it if it was like a super cool, you know, Iron Chef outfit. Kind well, of I'm talking about that. like PVE now, but yeah, no, that oh, PVE, too. Yeah, yeah I mean... I'm talking about PVE. Like, like, could you yeah, would mean... you wear something that was like, all right, you have to be 763 gear score to wear this outfit. Would you grind yeah, harder I mean, for that than you would mm. for, say, a Tet Dead God belt? Or, or I mean, Tet Dead God. Probably. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what I did like, for the Orzeka outfit. I think that's what a lot of people did for the Orzeka yep. outfit. And now everybody and their mom has it. And so I don't wear it anymore because it doesn't make me feel special anymore. But before <laughs> then, back in 2020, I felt super special mm. wearing that outfit. I was I was flipping my I remember someone I was flipping my farms one day and this person comes up to me. He's like, oh, what outfit is that? I said, La Orzeka. And then he started speaking Spanish to me because he thought I was speaking Spanish to him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember awesome. that so clearly. And he said, that was the Larzeca outfit. And it's like, where do you get that? Yeah, that's pretty funny. But yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, I've, I've, I've harped on this so much in our previous episodes. BDO needs flex, man. It does. I need Dude. a way to flex that just looks cool, man. I want to look cool. I don't want to spend money on looking cool. I want to do something in game that makes me look cool. That or, doesn't require me to kill, you know, Nuver a bazillion times or something, you know? Like, those I'm ideas just saying, are cool. If they added sprays, emotes, um, and, like, dancing, different dancing, like, interactable, like, social actions, which I already know are in the game, but gate yep. them behind, like, super endgame content. Yep. You know, just basic social mm -hmm. action, actions. We need right? the dancing like, life skill. You can get right? like the you can get like the dab emote if you hit level sixty four. <laughs> like okay, well mm -hmm. now we're gonna grind. You know what I yep. mean? Like all right, I gotta get to level sixty four. Or you can you can squat and then stand up repeatedly. I don't know. We could call the emote the tea bag. 
Um, like I oh, don't know. God. You can literally over. they introduce you, a teabag emote. Oh my it's god, it would be so juicy. <laughs> yeah, but you can only get it if you're like 765 gear score. We're all okay, balls dude. in. Okay, relax, relax. Yeah, yeah. Like, but uh, I forgot something important about the skill capes. I can't. It just clicked. When you unlock a skill cape, you get a unique emote that you can only use while wearing that skill cape in RuneScape that has something to do with the skill. So, like, if you hit 99 strength, you lift, you know, a 100-ton, you know, dumbbell, or not dumbbell, barbell over your head because you're the strongest, you know, character in the game or whatever. So, like, RuneScape does flexing right. There are, like, rites of passages that you must take, and if somebody doesn't have a certain item on their account, you're, like, you're either brand new or you are a life skiller. You know, um, and vice versa, you know. So BDO lacks flex. I want to be able to flex on people. I want to be able to grind for something and show off just by standing at my bank and have people walk up and be like, how'd you get this? Same with mounts. I mean, there's a reason that Asmongold does like the mount off, right? You get to flex the coolest mounts of the most weird stuff that you've ever grinded for in your entire life just to get it so that you can show it off. BDO doesn't really have that. I mean, especially now with the T9s. The T the free T9s was so needed for the quality of the game for new players and just in general. But like a T9's not a flex anymore. A T10 is a huge flex, you know. I was but... about to say Jay and I are up tremendous and by up I mean exactly. of course we're riding <laughs> our Pegasus is... around yeah <laughs> that's super good for the game because every time i see a t t10 i have that immediate moment where i stop what i'm doing and you're I like look God, at whoever's so got cool. the t10 yes. and i'm like that is sick yeah why is it only mm. one thing in the entirety of bdo that gives me that feeling Dude, that is the feeling that mmo players crave more than almost yep. anything the yep. i have played this game longer than you i have had less sex than and better you than in you. the last yeah, exactly <laughs> and better than you you know what i mean that's what we want to feel and it doesn't have to be a constant gear push a little bit I, we really just want to look badass and not yep. necessarily because the pearl shop is making us look badass if i want to look lewd i hit f3 Okay. If I want to look badass, I want is I want to grind key? and like, yeah. Is that the key? The underwear key? Oh, that's F4. Yeah, no, F3 is the pearl <laughs> shop. Shut up. F3 is the pearl <laughs> shop. F4 is the character design. Yeah. Yeah. Shuts your mouth. Okay. Look, I, I so I enjoy being a little cultured. Okay, I should not be shamed for this. Key. <laughs> This is bullshit. Jay knew too. Don't Jay can't tell me he didn't huh? know. I saw him looking at his striker's no underwear way. the other day. Oh man. Um, but yeah, no. I like I even if it was something small, they really like the biggest thing. I think they need to add a game is just like the ability to flex. Um, that you have grinded this amount of time, or mm -hmm. that you have killed this amount of mobs, right? Um, like wouldn't mm -hmm. that be cool? We have a we have a mob counter. It's in the game. Yeah. Award us a cool outfit. It doesn't even have to be a cool outfit. Give us like a wearable dim tree outfit. Um, for hitting like three million or ten million mobs killed or something. You know and what I mean? Need to... And you just see this Giga Chad walking around like a Wookie. Like <laughs> you'd be like, oh my god, that guy's a specimen. <laughs> the Bigfoot. He becomes yeah. Bigfoot. He gets the Bigfoot emote where he does the 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 iconic shot of Bigfoot looking back at the camera. Right, but my, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My point that's is his it, emote for it. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be it doesn't even have to be like good looking. 
you could design yeah. it like garbage, and I'm not saying that they will. But, like, you could design it like garbage, and we would still go get it because, like, I, no one else has it, and I do. Yeah. Right? Like, everyone's always got that thing that they ping. I Actually, you know what? Okay, here's what we're going to close off with. What's that thing that you ping when you're all pinging the rarest item on your account? What's that thing that you ping so that you can flex your e-bean? Um, we'll do uh, Tiltus. Tiltus, oh. you go first. I have... <laughs> So on my DK, I just have a bunch of meme items in my inventory yes. at all times. Oh my god, do you I have the key raccoon? I'm People keep li linking me that. People keep like, just, they just whisper me and they they link the, <laughs> the cute, cute raccoon, raccoon to me. I'm like, <laughs> I have one better. So I like to carry around a, the plump fish from the um, quest line in Land of the Morning Light. And whenever somebody starts talking smack in guild, I just link the plump fish. <laughs> you're That's... so stupid. That's your black slaggest little. Like you're just throwing a fish at him. <laughs> and then we have a. Whenever our, our our GM of Epidemic, his name is Llama Speed, and so I have a stuffed llama that I carry in my inventory at all times, so that I can link whenever llama starts being atrocious. I just link him the stuffed llama. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, when I was in Corrupt, we it was obligated that we all bring bananas because Corrupt was the Ook guild for That's the longest fair. time. So yeah. whenever we fought, whenever we killed people, we would just link the banana in chat. Um, oh, that's so crazy. yes. Yeah. Okay. To, I have a bunch of memes in my inventory at all times. Jay, what are like the big boy stuff that you, they, like when we're, when we're flexing how long we've been playing the game, what's like your items? Um, I mean, I, don't really link too much to people, but if I were to link Do the it. the rarest thing, it's it's either my my really oldest items that I have like mm -hmm. souvenir, or it's it's the merchant ring is what I usually link. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but so it's yeah, there's, <laughs> there's there's like two different ways to go. It's like oh my god, that was mm -hmm. such an old event. Like look at how giga chad that guy mm -hmm. is. Yep. Like I have striker coins. Um, oh yeah, from like my the oldest striker item release. is um, archer coins. Yeah, yeah like points. I, yeah, I have some old stuff, but like I have like an escalating system because I like to ease them into it and then Baja blast them with mm. the last item because like they can't <laughs> win. You know what I mean? I want them, mm. I want them to keep trying to one up me. So like first you ping like a potion or something, something everybody's got, mm. and then they're gonna ping like a map, and then you ping the compass, and then they ping the merchant ring, um, and then or or, or they can start pinging pure black stones is a common one that, that, that people can yep. ping all the time and again i have one of each of those that i've saved and let expire oh. and locked in my inventory uh most of these <laughs> super cool things you you just you lock them in the inventory yep. right they, they ping a merchant ring no problem that's what i have my medaya crown for yep. for being the gm <laughs> of a guild that has owned a castle like sit down child <laughs> um and then if they somehow they link like a different crown i'm like oh man this guy's playing for keeps then i link the big boy i link the, i link the seeker's hawk and you guys i would okay do you guys even know what seeker's what? hawk is i doubt it i, I doubt know. it what is that it's very yeah so i'm pretty sure i might be the only person that actually has a seeker's hawk there is an event um for node wars where like the node war system got changed and they wanted their content creators to like broadcast it and like shoutcast like what's going on in a node war so you could explain it to new players that were joining mm -hmm. and like a bunch of content creators applied i'm one of the ones that got one for na um and i i think there was one J champion jason got one for eu i think we may have been the only two but like delphi warned me when he gave me this item he goes if we are watching your use on this item you are the only one that has this if you use this <laughs> accidentally outside of your stream hours when you're actually setting up we're gonna ban you 
If you, if you, if you inappropriately use this at all, we're gonna ban you. I'm like, just monk a W. I was like, what if I lock it? He's like, it still can be used as if it's locked. I'm like, what the hell? Delphi, you gave me a nuclear bomb. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I. <laughs> it's this item that allows you to crouch anywhere in the world and go into observe mode in iframe. Um, uh, yeah, and it, it expired. And so now the nuclear bomb has been diffused. No big deal. But I have it locked in my inventory and nobody ever knows what it is. Um, cool. yeah, but That's like, it's, cool. yeah. yeah, it's, it's like wickedly cool because Delphi didn't take it away from me. So now I get to flex it on everyone. Um, <laughs> and then they I, take it away. That's expired. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Corruption's, right. yeah, the, corruption's going to be like, and pluck, to the, you know, to the GMs and chat. <laughs> <laughs> let him keep it. It's expired. Right. It's expired. It can't be used, you know, like it's just sitting in there, but most of those items are all expired and you just flex them on people. Right. Um, yeah. And those are just mm -hmm. super cool. Uh, anyway, okay, so that's going to be um, have to be a wrap for us this week. Uh, let's go ahead and go with mm -hmm. outros. We'll go with Jay first since we intro Tiltus first. No. Hi, I'm Every JQ, time. and I do a lot of PvE content, such as Olin's Dungeons and Alukita, and I'm happy to answer any questions about the game. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash jkunvtv before the T. All right, right on, man. You're kind of nailing that after the initial like stumble at the start there. And tilt this. I think we're just gonna have to like create a system where it's like blue it does introductions or the outro. Then we move to tilt this. Then we move to Jay's so that he gets the warm up. And then we move back to blue for like the final big one. <laughs> like, we're just gonna have to like make it a system because every time you're like, hey Jay, well it's time for outros, and Jay's like, oh, huh? like literally he becomes the Bigfoot. Like that that still shot of Bigfoot. Oh like <laughs> yeah but um yeah my outro i'm tiltus tv um i am the flex lead for uh the alliance solace um i play dark knight i have played dark knight for years um and if you ever want to talk about dark souls or now Baldur's gate and dnd i like i do that all the time um and then if you want to pick my brain about dark knight um i have played it through every iteration of dark knight that has ever existed so i have a pretty good thumb on where it is um but yeah it's you know a ton of fun so i will be back streaming hopefully a lot once work has relaxed a little bit right now i'm getting destroyed by work so i haven't been as active lately I respect it. Uh, and I am Blue Squadron. There's always something going on in this channel, whether you're checking out my uh, Twitch or my YouTube. Um, the YouTube channel has new videos every single day, sometimes two a day. Uh, kind of depends on the day. And we're kind of popping off on that because they're always super entertaining. I don't know how I do it, but it, it makes it work. Um, also, so we, what are we, Shot Call Siege on Saturday. On Sunday, we do a reaction stream, which I promise you is a banger. Monday is always Fun Day Monday, PvP for dummies. Uh, we teach people how to do large-scale PvP, and we all laugh and have fun. And then Tuesday is the Old Moon Podcast and the Patch Notes Rundown. It's basically an event stream, like, every single time. Uh, but from <laughs> all of us here... Oh, guys, don't forget, we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify, we're on Spotify, we're on Spotify, and we're on Apple Podcasts. So make sure you guys check us out there. You can listen to us on the way to work uh, and back. Uh, I understand that sometimes you're at work or you're driving, and you do want to... You're thinking about BDO. You want to. You want to. You're thinking about it, and you want that BDO content. Just turn on the Old Moon Podcast. We've got you. We're on like every platform: YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Uh, so, from all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, everybody have a great rest of your week.